SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Welcome to your extraordinary life by design, where each week we will dive into tips and strategies on how to incorporate strong self-care habits, which will help you create, design, and sustain the life you want to live with confidence, grace, ease, and flow, and one where you can wake up to each morning with gratitude. Hi, I'm your host, Leslie Gaudet, Mindset and Emotional Awareness Coach for Women. If you want to create healthy habits to support your overall well-being so that you can avoid the burnout, people-pleasing, stop chasing after perfectionism, avoid comparison syndrome, and chasing after every magic pill, then you're in the right place because these are some of the things we will cover as the weeks go by. So I hope that you're ready to take back your life. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life by Design. I'm your host, Leslie, and I'm excited to continue the conversation. This week, we'll dive into limiting beliefs and how to understand why we think the way we do and why we allow our stories to function on repeat. One of the ways that I work with my clients is to first focus on the part of their life that they are not happy about. It's a journaling exercise in getting out of your head what you don't want for your life. But first, we focus on all that is going right, and so what you do is you journal about what you like about your life and why. And it's not a simple exercise where you only spend a couple of minutes writing. The purpose of this exercise is to go deep and allow yourself to really flesh out everything and getting it all out on paper, what I like to call fleshing out your limiting beliefs. Next, you journal about what's going right with your life what's working, and why you think it's working, keeping you focused on the goodness of this part of your life. We then shift our focus on to what's not working and why. Again, this is an exercise meant for you to go deep and really allow yourself to reflect on and get out of your head what's swirling around and keeping you focused on the negative. I always encourage my clients to take a few days to complete this part of the exercise And really allow themselves the time and space to do this because there's often many thoughts in our heads that once the floodgates open, we didn't realize were there and ones that we've been carrying around with us as our truth, ones that have been influencing our lives and the quality of how we are living our lives. By getting all of the doubts out of your head, you will become more clear on what you do want for your life because you will have opened up space to allow yourself to focus on what you want. And it will be that much easier for you to start focusing on your vision for your life and looking for answers, which of course allows you to start asking more empowering questions. And I truly believe that there is so much power in the questions that we ask. The more clear we become, the more our questions become more focused on what we want. And then we open ourselves up to new opportunities, perhaps new connections that we had not allowed ourselves to be open to before. Now, I know that it sounds simple and it can feel that way at first, but 
There is also another element to the puzzle, and that is that usually once you've had time to get out of your head all that you don't want for your life, and you've created a path towards what you do want for your life, you will most likely unlock another limiting belief that is creating a little bit of stress right now. And the reason for this is because once you've allowed yourself to focus on all that you want, you might get in your head again and start asking yourself if you're dreaming too big or if your hopes and desires are more than you deserve. It's amazing to start dreaming big and to want our lives to be more enriched, but oftentimes when we start believing that more could be possible for our lives, that's when fear will step in and attach itself to our emotions, even the good ones. Right now, you could be feeling really good about figuring out that there is a possibility of you stepping into the things you want for your life, and you could be feeling extremely hopeful that you will create the dream life that you desire, and that makes you extremely happy. But then, when you catch yourself being hopeful and happy about the possibilities of stepping into your dream life, that's when fear will show up with one of what I have dubbed the silent sisters of limiting beliefs. Whether it's self-criticism, where you have a story in your head that is on repeat, and where you are critical of everything that you do, that you're not good enough, that everything has to be perfect, and so you're trying to control the process, you need to know that it will all turn out exactly as planned, which is unrealistic. But nonetheless, one of the things that about perfectionism that keeps a lot of us stuck, or self-defeat, this silent sister of limiting beliefs has you looking for evidence to support your negative stories, promotes the feelings of failure, which becomes a mantra of, I'm not good enough, I'm a failure. And this becomes the looping story in your head, because when you are in this frame of mind, what you're doing is looking for and finding supporting evidence around why you are telling yourself the lie that you are a failure or not good enough. And of course, this is usually based on past experiences. Or self-destructive. This silent sister of limiting beliefs goes hand in hand with self-sabotage because it means that you will do things that don't serve you. You may even isolate yourself from others feeling ashamed, thinking people will see that you are flawed and you will double down on focusing on the negative only. What's going wrong? What's wrong with me questions? Keeping yourself problem focused, spending money you don't have, retail therapy for instant gratification, saying and doing things that you don't mean to do and that don't serve you or the people around you. Or self-doubt. This silent sister of limiting beliefs has you believing that there's a right and a wrong way to go after your goals. Your negative thoughts will double down and piggyback onto self-criticism. You won't believe in the quality of what you produce, or what you do, or what you create. You'll second-guess your decisions, fall into comparison syndrome, where you are comparing yourself to others, perhaps even feeling like an imposter that you possibly couldn't deserve to be living the life you are living like you are a fraud somehow. Or self-hatred. Now this silent sister of limiting beliefs can be one of the most destructive ones of all. This is where you judge yourself and how you see yourself through the lens of your limiting beliefs. It's about not liking yourself and most definitely not loving the person that you are. It's about believing that you are flawed, which has you looking for and finding all kinds of reasons to support this way of thinking. Or self-humiliation. Now, with this silent sister of limiting beliefs, this is where you draw attention to your flaws as if to give ammunition to others to chime in and tell you your worth is exactly as you see it, because the story in your head is that you are flawed, that you aren't good enough. And so you go out of your way to provide that ammunition so that others can prove you right. 
And here's another thing. If you are allowing this one to drive your identity, it could be you are using this as an excuse so that you can feel sorry for yourself. I'm sorry, I hope that I've not offended you, but sometimes we have to be told to our face that we are living in pity land and we need to hear it said out loud so that we can snap ourselves out of it. Or self-sabotage. This silent sister of limiting beliefs has you second-guessing your choices and your decisions, where you don't trust your gut or your instincts, where you're afraid that you aren't good enough to do it right. And when something is going right, you maybe even stop and start again because of the second-guessing, and you find yourself in stop-start mode quite often. You could even experience burnout multiple times, saying yes all of the time, and even if you see the signs, you ignore it because You believe that the hype that work hard and you reap the rewards, which is a mantra that I highly disagree with. I believe that when you work smarter and you use your time wiser, that leads to reaping the rewards. Also, second guessing is part of the process, which could be because of perfectionism, where you're questioning if it's good enough, whether you're good enough, and that can lead to procrastination because you don't trust yourself. And the final silent sister of limiting beliefs, self-sacrifice. This is where you're sacrificing your needs because you feel selfish of making time for yourself for self-care. It's where you will sacrifice your needs because you're too busy and so you put yourself last on the list, which can lead to burnout because you're not taking care of you. It's where you will sacrifice your needs because you don't think you're worthy or deserving and so you sacrifice yourself, your time for you to fill your cup, which is so important, and you may even believe that you don't really deserve to be treated as a VIP on your own list, which leads to you giving more than you receive because you don't think you deserve to be empowered, uplifted, supported, loved, and honored. And this leads to depleting your energy, even going so far as to becoming run down and ultimately sick. And of course, fear will piggyback on all or any one of these eight silent sisters of limiting beliefs. And fear decides to flash the unworthiness card in front of your eyes and you start to put a value in place on how worthy or unworthy you are to deserve the step to step into the life you desire, it could spiral you into self-criticism, self-doubt, self-sabotage, just to name a few, in which I believe that these three go hand in hand in what I like to call the triple threat. Again, I want to remind you that you are worthy because you are alive and breathing. Your worth has nothing to do with your goals hopes, desires, or dreams. So for today, I'd like to leave you with this exercise to help you get a deeper understanding of how you think. What I'd like to encourage you to do is to take some time to revisit what you decided you wanted for your life to look like, your hopes, your dreams, your desires, the future self you see, the future life you see yourself living, And I want you to ask yourself how you feel about what you have decided you want. And get honest with what pops up because when we want something more, like really want something more for ourselves, that's usually when we feel the most resistance because it's like we catch ourselves hoping and dreaming and getting happy about our choices. And then we start to fear that we're dreaming too big or that we are not worthy or deserving. Don't rush this process. Take time to really get honest around this exercise that I have for you to do. Take your time to really listen to your inner voice and see what pops up. I promise you that our past lives gives us clues on our present 
and how we're living our lives today. And when we can take that deeper dive and get to the root of what's holding us back, it makes it that much easier for us to move through our limiting beliefs and take back our power over our emotional responses when we get triggered. I hope this was helpful for you today, learning about limiting beliefs and how our minds work. Remember, it takes time and dedication and commitment. Learning about ourselves and how our brains are wired is a process. Managing our emotional trigger responses is not a one-and-done process. It's daily and it's a lifestyle choice, but I believe that when you consciously take the time to learn about you so that you can start making changes in your life, so that you can show up in your world as the best version of you, that's when you start to believe in yourself and start building your extraordinary life one day at a time. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a beautiful week ahead. For now, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and sharing your energy with me. I would love to stay in touch, so let's connect. Please follow me on Facebook and Instagram. If you liked this episode and what you are learning, please head over to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on and give me some love so that I can reach more people and help them. And if you want to have a conversation around what you are learning because you feel like you could use a little more insight or possibly see what working with me could look like for you, then be sure to reach out to me at lesliegodettecoaching at gmail.com. And let's set up a quick 15-minute chat. For now, I'll see you next time. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.